Welcome to the podcast. We talk about all the things that are hidden in the shadows. This is Isaac. And this is Megan. And wherever you're listening to us, and just get this out of here in the way, uh, we appreciate it. You know, I think it's not we haven't saved much often is, you know, wherever you're listening to us in your office, in your car, where you're working out, sitting on the toilet. Ah, I got you. <laughs> um, but yeah, appreciate you. Yeah, we appreciate you. I know most people wait to the end, but we thought I'd get out of the way in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. We appreciate you. Yeah. Yeah. I also appreciate you talking to us with us. But right off the bat, I'm starting to get like a flood of messages and I'm, I don't know why. They wait till we start recording. Why though? That's what I don't get. And I got to kind of figure that out because that's kind of interesting. It's like a suit, like I don't yawn either until we start. Then I start yawning. Cause you're talking. But I talk a lot during the day. So I don't really yawn that much. But as soon as we start, it's like, you know, I get drained and then it's crazy. I don't know. Okay. Uh, no hunted updates? Mm, not really. No. Things are kind no. of been keeping us, uh, we're not really messing with us much. Yeah, no. Well, because we protect the house so much now. Oh, like, that's what I remembered. Huh? Our, our, uh, uh, semi announcements, something I said in the last episode, uh-huh. but I guess we never, we talked about it until now. Yeah. Um, our new paranormal team. Yeah, we are part of a new paranormal team called Shadow Walker Paranormal. Because, <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm a Shadow Walker. <laughs> uh, we didn't name it after me, but it, it did come in handy. But yeah. yeah, but um, yeah. So they're just starting out. We're just starting out. Like it's a brand spanking new team. Um, it's from some of the members of No Quarter. Um, that kind of separated from the team, and yeah. And as kind of fun fact, we're all we all have abilities in some way. Yeah. So that's kind of interesting. I mean, it's full. We have full psychics. Yeah. And then we might in the future, because. Uh, I know being, you being a psychic, my, uh, sorry, the members, mm-hmm. we get before I go, what I was going to say, mm-hmm. um, my ADH mind is, is not, <laughs> not let me focus. Anyway, um, before I forget, and let me say the members, which is myself, uh-huh. you, uh-huh. uh, other Megan, yes, your twin, essentially, yep. uh, and Mike, her yep. husband. Yep. Uh, and also your, your friend Jess. Yes, but yes. she does things like remotely. Yes. Like, cause. Which well, doesn't like what? She lives hundred miles away. <laughs> uh, no, she lives in. Sh- uh, I'm not going to say exactly where she lives, but she lives like another part of the state, about like four hours Far away from us. Yeah, four hours away. Um, but we talk on a daily basis, and it's always about messages, spiritual awakening, and all that stuff. And actually, Jess and Megan, um, I believe are going to come on an episode at some point and talk about like how important connections are when you're kind of like doing the whole spiritual awakening thing and meeting different people and how people come in your life that are important. Sometimes, sorry. <laughs> uh, I had a, like a weird throat thing happen just now. Okay. Got a throat burp. Then you I throat. don't know. It was like, anyways. Um, but yeah, so they might come on like one of the bonus episodes with me where I talk all about abilities um, because they have been two of the most important uh, connections I've made over the last year. Um, and Jess, I kind of met through the podcast, funny enough. She had very similar experiences and she listened to our stories and then we just connected and we talk every single day now. And she's like one of my best friends. So it works. Um, but yeah, so she remote views. Basically, I don't know if it's just maybe the connection with me that she gets or what, but basically whenever we would do investigations on the other team, she would get messages 
about investigations before we go there. And I mean, some of the stuff was dead on. Like she'd say, okay, when you go here, you need to check out this because there's this and make sure you avoid this because of this. And it was like normally dead on. And, um, starting this new team, um, I, cause I had mentioned it to the other Megan about that. Um, cause it seems like we're all three connected in some way, which is kind of interesting. Um, and she was like, yeah, bring her on, you know, like she can remote view. So basically she gets messages from afar and anytime a message comes through, she'll relay it to us and then we can go with it. Uh, Mike, of course, is a powerful psychic, almost a shamanistic kind of style. Yeah. Um, Mike is. And then myself, the shadow walker, which is more security for the team protection because anything that gets out of hand spirit wise is you can take out. And that's the thing too, which is interesting. But if you listen to this episode and you're wondering what the hell is a shadow walker, uh, previous episode to this, um, I actually have a whole episode where I talk about it. So instead of, um, I think I explained the episode. Instead of me saying every episode what it is, I can just mm-hmm. go go listen to that episode. Yeah. I lay it all out for you. Yeah, yeah. But um, and another thing we're doing with the approach to this team is that um, like we have equipment and stuff like that, but it's like Which, how we're finding how we're finding locations is any place that like draws us to, and I think that that's where like the psychic abilities kind of are going to be like helpful in this situation is um, we're not going to the typical, um, but we're not going to like the typical local places that a lot of the paranormal team around teams around this area do. We're trying to kind of like branch off from that and find places that have been kind of like forgotten and that have paranormal activity, but aren't really looked at because you know, they're not one of the big, big name ones, but our main mission, um, Mm -hmm. Which might be a nuisance to the paranormal teams in a sense that we're not really seeking out for uh, evidence and, and validation and stuff like that. We know when places are haunted. We know when we're talking to spirits. Our main prerogative is to make places less haunted by us being there. Places will be less haunted after we visit them. Why? Because any evil spirits that are causing torment to people, I'll take out myself. And any spirits that need crossing over that are stuck... Right, that want to leave, that want to cross over, you, Megan, and Mike can help with that without them crossing over. Yeah. So, in turn, we're making places less haunted by traveling there and going there because we're going to help people spirit wise and stuff like that. And in cases that cause for us, like they need us there because something's like way like poltergeisty mm-hmm. or they're dealing with demonic activity or whatever, then yeah, we probably do those cases as well. But every place that we investigate is more like, can we help these spirits that are there? Yeah, and I think, um, too, like, the the main focus of the group also is, like, paranormal healing and investigating. Like, for us, like, we we want to research the paranormal and stuff like that, but we kind of already know it's there. It's just kind of, like, helping people that may be stuck at a location. So. No, what I, my original point, I just remembered, um, in the future, because it's just us five right mm-hmm. now, four ground crew and then one you know, remote in, but, um, it's hard to handle, uh, devices like cameras or mm-hmm. digital recorders when you try to use your hands or you reach it around with your abilities to use that in a sense. So yeah. in the future, you might have someone just like their main job is just to document, like yeah. record video record or, or a uh, digital record or like yeah. audio record, whatever, you know, just someone specific that they have to be psychic. Not necessarily. Well, but. cause like I know like the last team I'm a part of in a quarter, 
that was like one thing that I like wish I would have had with me at all times was a recorder or, or um camcorder, like video recorder, because there was times where I wish I could go back because I would get message. I, I tend to get a lot of messages afterwards. Like, You'd be actually smart. We just put GoPros on us. Yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> or like, what is it? Like cam- uh, body cams? GoPros. Yeah. So I I mean, you can get a GoPro camera. That it's not have to be a GoPro. Yeah. It's like the cheap knockoffs, but they just call it GoPros because they're small handheld and they attach. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. Because that, that would like, that was like you see the point of view of every member. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, on to today's episode. UK haunts and stuff like that. And um, all around the UK, i.e. Ireland, Scotland, and, and uh, of course, England and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But some of these famous haunts we found out about because of Ghost Adventures. That's mm-hmm. well, we were always fans when we were when first met actually it was like, hey, mm-hmm. play our first date mm-hmm. uh your mom had that play in the background what was that because of the there's a girl sleep over there watching it yeah yeah my younger sister's birthday was um that day and yeah it was on the background i remember yeah. that but i remember cause i said i told your mom I was oh yeah i love that show and stuff like that we talked about that i think one of our future yeah, times I was in the tr- future i was trying to avoid paranormal but then i would always want be attracted to watching these shows like paranormal state ghost adventures and all that stuff if it wasn't for ghost adventures i would never know about places that were haunted in uk and other parts of the world which you know i mean granted i knew there was but i didn't know what they were yeah and one of my favorite ones that i learned about will be the first one we talk about here today mm-hmm. is the ancient ram inn oh yeah yeah from the episode i watching ancient ram Inn was pretty intense Mm-hmm. Right. It's like one of the earliest season episodes too. Um, but doing a little bit of research myself, apparently it was built in 1145. And I think that's the thing real quick about the UK area and even Europe in general is that the history goes back freaking far. Like recorded locations, history and stuff. Like yes. Like it's insane. Like yeah. some of the castles that are over there are so many. So much compared to what we have in America, like just from granite, we had like uh, Native Americans and stuff before, like they actually did settlements over here. But I mean, our stuff goes back only a certain amount. Theirs is like. Which recorded history. I know most people say that like, oh, America, like uh, the most haunted place in the UK were recorded or recorded history. Yes. Like Native Americans, I guarantee they have their own ghost stories oh, yeah. and stuff like that. But we're just. That recorded, or at least we're not privileged to know the knowledge of. Same goes for like, you know, Mexico and the Aztec area and stuff like that. Granted, some places around Mexico City and Aztecs, there's gotta be a lot of dead bodies that were oh, sacrificed yeah. there. So I'm pretty sure that areas are very haunted. Oh yeah. But no, um, yeah, the UK and the whole area of the Europe, uh, areas. Yeah. That's, it's old recorded history. Um, but yeah, it was built in 1145. 1145. I know. That's, that's a long time yeah. ago. Um, apparently it was a, uh, a former priest residence, um, or public house, essentially. It's one of the oldest buildings in, um, England's, uh, where the area is, the Watton Under Edge. I guess it'll go by regions. Um, yeah. They originally used it, the missionary or the church used it to house masons and, um, uh, people who, uh, I guess work for the church and stuff like that. 
which it has ties to the old city and the, well, the church itself, because the majority of the people who built the church stay there. Mm-hmm. So I guess the spirits essentially would be at the ancient Ram Inn who built the church. Did you also know that the land sits on the intersection of two ley lines that connect to Stonehenge? Yes. I remember that's one thing they talked about because uh, in the episode they went to the Stonehenge. Yeah. But yeah, they talked about the ley lines, how they're intersected and connected. Yeah. Which we should do a whole episode on ley lines and Ooh, yeah, how that, that would work. be a good one. And how I think maybe one runs underneath my ranch. <laughs> which most people are saying. I think who, I forgot who asked that about myself. Somebody asked me that. I think, I think, I can't remember if it was Blue Lazar or somebody. They asked me if like ley lines are going through the ranch and that's why maybe why it's haunted. Maybe. I don't know. I can't remember. Um, the guy who lived it the longest, mm-hmm. right? It was used for different things over periods of time from an inn, an actual inn through, um, I guess to like the period of time. The church used it for housing until they, they sold it and they became the ancient Ram Inn, mm-hmm. um, for a period of time. I don't know how long, but, uh, in the late 1960s, mm-hmm. um, a man named John Humphreys, and he was the old guy that they interviewed in the episode, um, became the, uh, sole, owner and the or the owner of it but also the sole occupant yeah for the longest time he did tours and stuff like that every now and then a lot of people in but other from that he was the only one they ever lived there he would talk about um he would talk about how he found a uh, horseshoe mm-hmm. and demonic symbols and stuff like that around the chimney area Ooh. um he found kids bones buried underneath the uh stairwell well that's fun and also how he would get attacked repeatedly at night by a succubus. Whoa. Yeah. Um, and he, he, uh, it was that it was mostly every night they would come around the same time and it would try to like attack him or something like, like take make sexual advances toward him. And he had this giant Bible by his bed that he would grab and start praying and make it go away. Jeez. Yeah. But, um, Yeah. I mean, I, I, I watched that and I was like, holy crap. But one of the other amazing things, um, yeah, there's a picture mm-hmm. that I guess some tourists took in the 80s or 90s. Yeah. I can't remember the exact decade they did it. But they took a picture of the ancient Ram Inn from the front of the building. And in the upstairs window in one of the rooms, there's a, a woman that's all in black standing there. Ew. Like she had a veil over her, her face and it was like a black veil. And like she was wearing like black hair, black clothing. And she was standing in the window. Yeah, there was no one else in there but him, so there wouldn't be anybody there. Mm. Which I think that might have been the succubus and like the form it took when it got the picture taken. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, from seeing shadow figures, um, hearing demo- like demonic things happen, things being moved and scratched, laughing, right? Different stuff they've heard in the ancient Ram Inn. It's made one of the most haunted places in the world, if not the hauntest place in the UK. Jeez. Yeah. Which is one place that I want to go to. I think I want to go to the UK in general. Just well, yeah, it's like so. I mean, my gosh, a lot of places. So well, like rock reasons, rock history reasons. I would want to go. Like, oh yeah, here's where the Rolling Stones played. Jeez. <laughs> and there's actually, if you go on, um, YouTube. There is, you can kind of see inside the ancient ram and plus there's different, um, groups that have investigated other than ghost adventures that are smaller that if you guys want to go check that out, you guys can too. 
So, are you ready for mine? Mm-hmm. So, the Glamis Castle, which is considered one of the most haunt, or it's it's said to be the most haunted castle in Scotland. So, basically, the Glamis Castle is in Angus, Scotland, and it is the home of the Earl and Count Countess of Strathmore and Kingshorn. So, if I say that wrong, I'm sorry, guys. Um, basically it was, it's been the home of the Lyon family since the 14th century, um, building, but the present building kind of, most of it is from the 17th century. But the crazy thing about this is it was originally when it was being built was originally supposed to be built on the hill of Dinoon. Sorry if I'm saying that wrong. Um, uh, basically that hill was... There was lores about it being, um, like there was fairy stuff going on there. Basically, every time the workmen would lay the foundation down, the next day they would come and it would be undone. So, like, they would, you know, lay a wall. Next day it would be undone or crashed or crumbled. Eventually, they heard a uh, dark cry and it said, build not on this enchanted ground to sacred all these hills around. Um, basically, the architects took the hint and moved operations. So now it's at the site that it is currently. There's a lot to this castle. So as far as apparitions go and people, um, there's one called the Tongueless Woman. And it's an apparition that has been seen wandering the grounds, pointing to her face with blood spilling out of her mouth. Uh, legends say it is a maid who discovered a terrible secret that only the Earl knew. When she said she would share the secret, he ordered the guards to cut out her tongue and then had her killed. Then there's another lady called the Grey Lady that's an apparition. Um, so basically she is said she's Lady Janet Douglas, wife of the sixth Lord of Glamis, John Lyon. She was accused of practicing witchcraft against King John V of Scotland. Um, through the false testimony of many witnesses, she was convicted and burned at the stake in 1537. Um, so basically she's seen around the family chapel. And the thing with her is like before they could find her like whereabouts, um, they tortured her servants and family. So, and apparently, and then there's also the monster of Glamis, which is kind of, kind of sad. It's a badly deformed child. Yeesh. Yeah. Um, it's to haunt the ground, like the person haunts the grounds. Um, Thomas is rumored to have lived until the 1920s and he died. Uh, his rooms were walled off and people still to this day have not been able to find him. Um, if you count the number of windows on the outside of the castle and compare that to the number of windows you access from the inside, you come up with two windows short. Hmm. Yeah, so this castle is weird. Um, I tried looking. I think you can tour it. Um, and it's it's got more than like six hundred years of royalty, six hundred years of royalty reign within the castle. Um, as far as like, you can go on TikTok and you can see videos of like the inside, the grounds, and stuff like that. But like, as far as investigating goes, I haven't seen a lot of people like able to investigate or like you know, paranormal YouTubers investigate it. So I think maybe because it's still connected to like royalty or like, you know, like high up people that they may not allow that. You so, can't come in here. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay. Um, but yeah. So, yeah. That's Glamour's Castle in Scotland. Yeah, you did a British accent. You oh, freak it's from Scotland. <laughs> I can't do a Scottish accent. Yeah. I ended up just sounding Irish. Okay. Yeah, let's not. <laughs> My turn. Okay. Um, one of these, another, again, another episode, another uh, segment from Ghost Adventures. Because mm-hmm. that's where I get most of my information from when it comes to other countries. Unless I just like see like the, it's funny how YouTube paranormal, paranormal mm-hmm. YouTubers, right? Mm-hmm. Which that's like becoming a whole new thing. Like YouTube channeled paranormal investigators who post their own stuff. On yeah, stuff. it makes sense. Yeah. Because you are able to get out there. Without, like, having to have the travel channel pick you up or... Or some other channel. Yeah. Well, you know what they should make? Hmm. Like, it could be, like, a streaming channel. Mm-hmm. Like, just a paranormal channel. Yeah. Just all paranormal shows. Yeah, like, paranormal documentaries and paranormal investigating shows, then... If I had the money... Yeah. Yeah, hmm. I would do well. I think a lot of people are, like, they're interested but in... you gotta buy rights from other places and stuff like that, so it might get a little messy. Yeah. But, um... One of the ones that intrigued me just because of the the name of it mm-hmm. was the Hellfire Caves. Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, West Wacumba, West Wacumba Caves. Hmm. Mm, I'm not saying that right or not. And uh, and Buckinghamshire, Southeast England. Yeah. I guess they have a hard time seeing American states and cities, so I guess that makes sense. They probably don't, and we just suck <laughs> at UK. Uh, the caves were built somewhere between 1748 and 752. For Sir Francis Dashwood, um, the club was formed. It was called the Brotherhood of Saint Francis of Wacombe. So he's original originator, um, and he called it the Hellfire Club. Now, he called it the Hellfire Club as a mockery, a satire. And this is what we know about history. Mm-hmm. And a little about the Hellfire Club, which is funny enough, that's one of them that the secret societies kind of flew under the radar with our secret societies episode that we forgot about. Yeah. But their whole thing is they make a mockery of religions, mm-hmm. right? Their their meetings, their events, their rituals, whatever like that, is like in mockery, mocking religions of all kinds. Yeah. Uh, especially Christianity and stuff like that. Um, they would bring in nuns, which are sluts, um, mm-hmm. priests, which are male prostitutes, um, and basically just a big old sex party. Oh, great. Right? Um, they would also perform black magic and other shit like that. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> um, which probably gave reason why the those caves became mm-hmm. haunted in the first place. But apparently it's haunted by two Pacific entities um, named Suki, which is short for Susan. She's not an Asian woman. She's just Suki, I guess, which is the first thing I thought of. Like, wait. Yeah. Anyway, and uh, the white lady. Mm. Um, but anyway. The underground passages passes through following chambers, entrance hall, steward's chamber, uh, Whitehead's cave, and the Lord's sandwich circle. Okay, whatever. I'm trying to be scary. I guess it's the banquet hall area. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like one big joke to them. Um, yeah, the, me- the meetings were known for a notorious paganism. Mm-hmm. So, Paul Whitehead, mm-hmm. right, That's which is one of the, nice. I know, it's funny, is one of the other spirits that's there too. Um, is uh was one of the rooms are named after him, but he was a best friends with Sir Francis. That's mm-hmm. why he got a room named after him. Um, was a close friend of Sir Francis and served as secretary and steward to the Hellfire Club. So when he died in 1774, he requested that his heart be placed in an urn and stored in a museum west of Wonkum. A mausoleum, 
Montezium. You know what I'm trying to say. Yes. <laughs> uh, this was done allegedly, and then uh, this was done, but allegedly stolen by an Australian soldier in 1829. So somebody basically stole his heart, which Dang. can make all things happen. Um, so legend goes that he haunts the area of the cave that's named after him because he's missing his heart. Mm-hmm. Right? It needs to be replaced. Otherwise, he'll, he'll haunt that place forever. Um, the white lady, which mm-hmm. is also named Suki, mm-hmm. right? Which is short for Susan. Um, she was a 16, 17 year old girl mm-hmm. that was extremely beautiful for the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, early 1700s, late 1700s. Yeah. Um, she was consistently, you know, pursued by men that wanted to marry her. And she's like, now she wants to marry a, a nobleman. She wants to be married into, you know, riches and royalty. She wants to be part of that. She wants the glamorous crowd, right? Mm-hmm. And, she began to date a local aristocrat, mm-hmm. right, rich guy, who was a member of the Hellfire Club. Mm-hmm. And he invited her to the caves mm-hmm. to go there and stuff like that. Um, so she wore her best white dress as a wedding dress kind of thing. She thought she was going to get married, mm-hmm. right? Mm-mm. Either he didn't show up or he forgot. And But she was um, attacked by three young boys. Who were calling her names, making fun of her, so they said blah blah blah, and they started throwing rocks at her. Which I don't know that's a real story that um for you know advances by other men, but they say though they threw rocks at her and it basically uh hit her in the head with one that caused like some kind of brain contusion or something like that that later on killed her in her home. Jeez. So she died. And she haunts the those caves. Um so people there go they hear consistent laughing, um, talking, chants. Right, mm-hmm. and also see her walk the 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 halls and stuff like that in the cave area. So, Jeez. um, moving on. Yes, and it was one that we both wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. Was the um uh in Scotland? Mm-hmm. I'm going to Scotland again. It's funny enough. There's not a lot of Ireland stuff he found. Yeah, I know. I didn't really. You think there'd see... be? I guess we just can't find it. Yeah. <laughs> you can't hear the Irish guy go. All right, that's all this over here. You can't get it out of Please no. You sound like the Lucky Charms guy. I know, which is that's because if he's trying to, he wants to get like a Conor McGregor. Uh, yeah, come on, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no that's not. Yeah, it just always comes out sounding cartoony. Yeah, yeah. But um, everyone has been listening to this podcast for a long period of time. They know I can do accents, or at least uh, a few that I actually do really well, and I have more than I want to. Anyway, another one from the Ghost Adventure stuff, which if people are if they're annoyed that we only know stuff from that. Hey, sorry. It was in America a long time. And- no, I think it's it's because it's the main ones. Is it? It's like Edinburgh, Edinburgh, bleh, Edinburgh, Edinburgh vaults. Yes. yes. The ancient rams and. And the Hellfire Club. The Hellfire Caves. Yeah. Is like bigger known ones. There's a we lot. We got of- Stonehenge. Oh, yeah. So at a later date, we'll probably do a part two to this because there's still some. And then I've been talking to like some UK paranormal investigators and gotten, got some like not well-known areas that they get a lot of traction from. So, um, because there's also a lot of legends and lores from the UK area, including like fairy folk. And, um, I know project entity was even talking about a forest that they investigated that was known for black eyed kids. So, anyway, Edinburgh, Scotland, right, um, was well, was attacked a lot um, through Roman occupation mm-hmm. from the Romans uh, back when the Germanic area 
um, the Viking raids. Mm-hmm. They attack Scotland as well. Um, until about 1035, right? Uh, that, um, the first king of Scotland, um, which is named Duncan, funny enough, uh, <laughs> you know, declared that it was a castle built, right? Mm-hmm. So there had to be a bridge to help get across, which just came to South, uh, South Bridge. Um, so the fortress were really high located, but the, this the, uh, Edinburgh South Bridge became an area for helping get back and forth. And it was very defendable. Mm-hmm. So it actually did help against, you know, attacks and stuff like that. Um, but building commenced in 1785 and the newest Edinburgh bridges consist of 19 stone arches spanning a chasm over a thousand feet wide. And its highest point stood about 31 feet above the ground, and the foundations penetrated Edinburgh's bedrock as far as down to 22 feet. So very, very sturdy. Um, by the 19th century, uh, Edinburgh started getting booming businesses of cobblers and butchers and wine merchants and, you know, anybody, everybody wanted to be, you know, start selling shit. Um, so the South Bridge surface, right, on the top became like the main street. Right. Everyone was, this is where you went down to buy shit. Right. It was down main, the South Bridge Street or South Bridge area. So to, um, help with storage, cause there wasn't a lot of storage, they started building vaults underneath the bridge to house all the merchants, you know, supplies, their extra stuff from wine to different things like that. Right. Um, so during the potato famine, which I thought was only in Ireland. But hit Scotland too, I guess. Oh, wow. Um, 1845, 1847, you know, thousands. Of, okay, sorry. Yeah. During the potato family, the Irish immigrated to Scotland mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, they're trying to get out of there before everyone started dying and they ran out of food. Um, they used the vaults to house them. All these Irish immigrants. Um, and they basically they were leaving 10 people to a vault. Now, a vault, I guess, is about the size of an average bedroom. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit bigger, maybe a little bit longer, but there's no doors. I mean, some of them maybe had doors and it locks for their own storage shit. But, um, yeah. So with all those, with, you have a lot of people, poor people gathered and basically shoved in the rooms and stuff like that. You start having violent things happening. Yeah. Which did happen. Rape, murder, uh, molestation, attacks, fights, consistent stuff happened down there. Um, and at some point, the businesses up top went underneath. Mm-hmm. And you had like an underground market mm-hmm. of prostitution, illegal drugs, stuff like that. Yeah. And a lot of people died down there as well. So you have these, you know, centuries of death and, and, and you know, notorious acts that are happening down there. So um, by the 19th century, the vaults were closed off for good in an effort to, you know, stop all this crime and stuff from happening. You know, all these prostitutions, yeah. drug deals, and stuff like that from happening altogether. So just close it off. Um, and by the 1988, a local man crawled through a narrow passage, kind of like a uh, few people do with the, um, what's it in Paris? Catacombs. Mm. To get to the other places where they're not allowed, mm-hmm. right? Well, the public's not allowed anyway. And the catacombs and stuff like that. Um, he basically crawled his way in there and was exploring around and stuff like that. And because he did, he got a word out that these vaults are still there. They're still in decent shape and stuff like that. It became a tourist attraction. So the city saw that as a point maybe to get more money and get tourists to come to the city. 
which they did. And you could still tour them today. But paranormal activity became more present than anything with the vaults. Mm. Whew. All right. Um, witnesses claim feeling cold gusts of air to hear voices, um, an intelligible presence, and apparently, um, a child spirit named Jack. Right? Who in the episode with Ghost Adventures actually held, I think it was Zach or Aaron's hand. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, but there is apparently a menacing president named Mr. Boots. Oh, dang. Because he's been seen wearing high boots. Like something from the like 1700s area. Mm. Um, also, uh, they don't know exactly what his deal is, but he does throw rocks at people. Mm. Right? And people hear him growl every now and then. Yeah. Um, apparently there was a serial killer uh, in the 1820s, an infamous one. Named William Burke, or actually two of them, sorry. William Burke and William Hare, who use the vaults to commit about 17 different murders. So, with all those dozens of death and disease and famine and all that stuff down there, of course it would be a haunted place. And I remember one of the amazing things they caught uh, in the vaults was um, an apparition, a, a cold apparition. Like you saw a full body apparition through the thermal camera that was just cold. I was walking, following Aaron, I think. Yeah. Mm. Um, but that was pretty interesting when I, remember I watched that episode and I was like, holy crap. Right. Yeah. Well, what was strange is that I couldn't find anything on it. I looked. Mm-hmm. But I remember they they were talking about a graveyard that was near the Edinburgh. It was in Edinburgh, but it was near the vault area that apparently is very haunted. They just kind of like went in there during the day and looked around. But apparently there's a death statue there. Ooh. Yeah. A big old angel of death statue. Apparently it's haunted. It's like if you touch it, you die or something. I don't know what, what the Jeez. what the curse around it was, but I remember there's something about that. Which I tried to find something on it, but I couldn't. Mm. Which if you have anybody in Scotland who listens, please, uh, if you know what I'm talking about, you know, send yeah. some information our way. And the crazy thing is, is you can actually tour the vaults. Like I don't know now because you know, like COVID and everything like that. But um, I know there's like an actual website where like they offer tours and stuff like that. Because I started looking at the pictures and. That's a thing. Like, I wonder. I don't know if I want to channel that stuff, though. That's another thing. Because I, I, I was thinking in my head when I was researching, like, I wonder what I could get from these locations. And then I was like, probably shouldn't do that because I don't want to like make a connection with anything that's there. You know, no, bring it away over here. Oh no, thanks. <laughs> Especially if it's you know not on the good side. Well, the amount of war people talk about war happening in the United States, right? We had mm-hmm. the Civil War and American Revolution, but. That's about the only kind of war. Uh, maybe the Spanish War? No, that didn't happen here. No, I think the Civil War was pretty bad. The Civil War and the American Revolution and then the Indian and American War, about only wars that actually happened on American soil, right? Mm-hmm. So we didn't have a lot of battles happen here, other than random killings and murders and gun violence and stuff like that. But I'm talking actual war, combat, hasn't happened on you know United States soil in almost 100 years, right? Yeah. If not longer. But UK... Europe, areas around there, was consistently riddled with war, mm-hmm. right? From yeah. ca- from uh, noblemen fighting noblemen, from countries fighting countries, from invading uh, Vikings and invading Romans, invading, uh, we call them, Genghis Khan didn't make it that far. Um, but the whole area around there, like different invaders and stuff like that. That's why Italy is like, say, a hodgepodge of, of different <laughs> 
races because it was conquered too many times by different yeah. groupings. That's why you got Italians that look like you and Italians that look like me. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> um, which we're going to do that on an episode one day, which I'm kind of excited. And we came in contact with some paranormal investigators from Italy. Hmm. So it's going to be kind of interesting. We might pull them on for a bonus episode. Side but note. I would say if we ever do, but when? Because I know it's one of the destinations we want to go to is the UK area, especially for mm-hmm. investigating. Mm-hmm. We always got um, Project Entity to have us out. Oh, yeah. With, uh, hey, you guys might want to go over here. You might guys want to go over there or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah. To test out our abilities for sure. Um, See what we can do for them over there. And I just imagine. I mean, granted, we've encountered ancient, not ancient, but old spirits here. Mm-hmm. But I want to know what it like to encounter something that ancient, spirit wise, like something from like the 1600s or even early like 1100 something. That's always makes me fascinated with the UK when it comes to ancient stuff. Like that but the amount of death and war has happened there, right? Uh-huh. The amount of blood's been soaked into that land is has to have amount of hauntings. Plus, you got famous serial killers that happened there in the olden days, like early 1700s and stuff like that, like Jack the Ripper. Which I wonder if you can. Don't ask me. No, I'm not asking you to channel go there no, like that. No. Um, but I was like, wonder if you, like they had some kind of like Jack the Ripper tour where you get to see all the places where he they found the bodies of women he slain. Pretty sure there is because if you can think about it, someone's already has. I think we're wrapping up our UK episode. Yes. Yeah. And um, next episode. Oh wait, wait. Before we conclude, I wanted to give some shout outs to a couple of different you. K groups mm. uh definitely project entity they're on instagram if you haven't checked them out make sure you check them out they're really really nice guys um they do their stuff well um as far as like paranormal investigating and stuff and they have some really awesome like um f- photography from places that they go on their instagram so i highly recommend um you know like reaching out to them to you know and following them. Um, also, I Conjure TV is another UK, um, and they have a YouTube and everything, and I would highly recommend. They're kind of newer, but I think Project Entity has been out for a while. But um, definitely check them out. They're both really good, and they're really great guys. So, Also, uh, Mr. Tom Roberts mm-hmm. and his uh, paranormal show on YouTube. Yeah. Which I just forgot the name of. No. Anyway, if you look at Tom Roberts on YouTube, I guarantee you'll find his, his yeah. YouTube channel. Um, he does paranormal stuff uh, here and there. He doesn't have any views with horror and directors and stuff like that. Anything weird, essentially. Um, and I will be on his show this Sunday. Uh, 7.30 UK time, 2.30 hours. And do the math of what time your zone is. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Not going to help you. Um. Um, a few announcements uh, for the future. Mm-hmm. Um, we are having... Well, now it has to be multiple yeah. roundtables yeah. uh, of paranormal investigators that I will head and psychics. Uh, uh, sorry, this will be like a bonus episode thing. It's going to be on our YouTube. It's going to be yeah. a huge roundtable. So, like, think of it as like a huge like Zoom meeting um, discussing everything paranormal with paranormal investigators for Isaac. And then for me, it's a bunch of different psychics or people that have are kind of around the abilities um you know realm so um anybody it's gonna have a lot of different psychics that are have different abilities but we're coming together as one for like a collective like round table about abilities and the paranormal and then paranormal investigators about their experience um so it started off as going to be one episode one for paranormal investigating one for psychics 
But now, because so many paranormal investigators want to get on it, which is cool, which we appreciate it. We think yeah. that's awesome. Um, it's going to be a two-part. Hopefully, two parts and not three. Because <laughs> there's a lot. And, you know, because we're trying, we want a lot of people, but we don't want, like, more than six per episode. Because then it gets kind of like, oh, well, this guy didn't get to talk. And this guy didn't get to, and this girl didn't get to. And that's the thing is we have a slew of different like we have uh you know like different people from around the world different people from in the united states you know both female and male yeah so so we get a lot of different perspectives yes yeah and some investigators that have abilities some that don't some that are more experienced some that have just started out so it's going to be really cool to get everybody's perspective so yeah yeah and that's part of our october like yeah, it's gonna be a big thing in October. Yeah, Halloween and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, so it'll it'll be in October. Um, Which Megan already decorated our room with Halloween lights. Oh my gosh, because Dollar Tree had uh, <laughs> Halloween stuff out, and I was like, you know what? It's, it's time to get spooky in this room. So, um, yes, um, there's gonna be a lot of kind of like cool bonus episodes coming out too in the next couple of months. I feel like we're gonna like. As far as our weekly episodes and like bonus episodes, we're going to finish out strong for the remainder of the year. Yep. Um, there's some talk. We're going to like maybe do some different things with our YouTube channel just to give you guys different content with us. Um, we're also going to amp up our TikTok and start actually doing like video videos about different things. Yes. Um, uh, which I can probably do. I know I did an episode on it. Uh, about Shadow Walker stuff, but, uh, I want to get, um, the word out and through TikTok with Shadow Walker stuff. So hopefully I can find more, uh, more Shadow Walkers, or at least people with similar abilities. Cause I'm on the hunt to find more Shadow Walkers. Right? Yes. Okay, you were paid. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, we have Ghost Tube actually on because I heard before when he was talking about that guy. With being, yeah, with the heart ripped out. I don't know if it has any association with that, but like in my headphones, like I started hearing a heartbeat and it was getting faster and louder. Like the best way to describe it is if you've heard the what's the Edgar Allan Poe thing, the tale of the telltale heart the or something like heart, that. Yeah. yeah. How do you when, not I know I love Edgar Allan Poe, but I couldn't <laughs> remember. Um basically when he's hearing the heartbeat and it gets louder and louder and louder, that's yeah. exactly what I heard in my headphones. And then I heard Dow Thou Ministry. I don't know what that means. And then 1793. So if anybody out there knows the heck that means, let me know. Um, but I turned on Ghost Tube because right after I started hearing, um, like a, a knock on my headphones. And for whatever reason, that's frequent with someone's here. And, um, I don't know why when we turn, maybe because it's big microphones, maybe they think like it's a, a a microphone you know but um so i got a name joshua and like as soon as he came through and said his name was joshua my left arm started hurting and i had a difficulty breathing so i don't know it's like a heart attack and he was saying like miss miss can i have a second miss what is this are you okay miss second miss so that kind of go coincides with how he was saying, or I don't know if that's exactly him, but how I heard the Tao Thou ministry. So, I don't know. I don't know. You don't guys know. get a peek into Megan's psychic abilities. 
me, I just feel it around my hands. And there's going to be a bonus episode next week. It was supposed to come out this week, but with everything going on, um, it's going to be pushed to next week. But it's going to be my first episode, and it's going to go over like what I see and how my psychic abilities, how my childhood was with it, how my parents reacted to abilities with me and all that jazz and stuff. Um, and it's just going to be me. So hopefully that goes well. Yeah. I don't <laughs> ramble. But, <laughs> but um, as always, guys, you can check out our social media at, uh, at Instagram at Hidden the Shadows Podcast, um, our uh, Twitter at Hidden the Shaw 6. Uh, our TikTok at hitting the podcast too. Um, also, if you just want to get a link to everything, just go to our website, hiddenofshadowspodcast.com. We also have links to all our, our media where you can listen to us, um, our social media is where you can find us, and also um, our link to our merch because we got shirts and shit. Yep. So you guys want to rip our stuff? You can. Yep. And we'll have like cool stuff coming out around Halloween too that are specifically Halloween based. Hopefully, so. some stickers. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, but as always. We'll catch your weirdos in the next one. Yes. Wait, wait, wait. What was next week's episode? I forgot to say. Oh. <laughs> next week's episode is encounter stories about like haunted highways. Haunted highways. That's right. Uh, highway tales. Yeah. And it's basically anybody that's had like the hitchhiker situation happen, any kind of like weird highways that they've traveled on and seen stuff. Like I know there's a lot actually around our area. Um, like I know there was Bigfoot sightings or people that thought they saw Bigfoot on one of the roads here, which that's great. You know, which is funny is that uh, there's actually two stories that I'll share from my parents. Mm-hmm. One's from my dad at the time that he got stranded on the on a road leading yeah. to our ranch. That's like one of my biggest. And apparently, my mom told me about one that she was in Germany at the time because oh she did gosh. go to high school in Germany for a bit. Uh, that so. is one of my scariest like things is being stuck on a highway, especially by yourself. Yeah. Not only do you have weirdos, but you have like animals too in the woods and then scary. Ugh. Anyway. Um, so for real this time. Yes. We'll catch your widows in the next one. Yes. Yes.